thanks for joining us for continuation of Teen Contemplations Exploration this month, where we are connecting with our relationship with um, life cycles that we see in nature through our plant friends around us, specifically trees, but it could be any plant friend that you'd like to bring into the space. And just having a, a sense of what we can learn from seeing cycles in the world around us in this way. So to get ourselves nice and comfy, so we can go ahead and settle in our practice after we bring in anything in our space that we feel that we would like to have for this practice, our tea, considering what tea we'd like to practice with today, our tea bowl. Then maybe you have some flowers blooming in your area and you'd like to call in flowers into your space or anything from the outside. Let's take a moment to just gather up whatever you need, making yourself nice and comfortable. And then once you have things within reach, the hot water is heating. And also, you know, the hot water this time of year, I should note, uh, it's getting pretty warm where you're at. You know, maybe being mindful, it doesn't have to be perhaps as super hot as we might be used to for brewing our tea. You know, we just need the water hot enough to give the tea something to interact with to create this beautiful alchemy that we experience with our tea. It doesn't have to be a precise temperature. It's maybe a few degrees cooler as we're heading into deeper into spring and then approaching of course summer. Just being mindful that we don't need any like so much excess heat in our space if it's already really warm where we're at. And so once we have everything going, we just make ourselves comfortable our cushion, our chair, wherever we're sitting. And we're just going to spend a moment here just centering ourselves and checking in with how we are, getting ready to begin our practice. And so I think of this as kind of like the equivalent of what you might do at the beginning of a yoga class. Think about what helps prepare you. Are you someone who likes to be flat, like lay down on your mat in your practice, just kind of stare up at the ceiling? Do you like to stretch a bit? Do you like to roll around any large joints or smush out some muscles, stretch the arms overhead. What do you like to do? Yeah, just go ahead and bring any natural movements if that feels like that's helpful. And we could take a moment to connect with our breath as well. And think about what helps you connect with your breath. Maybe it's complete stillness, maybe it's Placing hands over the heart or over the belly. Anjali mudra and prayer mudra. Whatever helps you to just come back home, feeling yourself breathing, allowing everything to arrive together at this point. 
Yeah, we can allow ourselves some time to just acknowledge how we're feeling today. A nice little practice that we can invite into this for ourselves, kind of plant themed as well. This is a little practice called Rose and Thorn. And so as we're sitting here, checking in with ourselves, we can think, what is a rose in my life today? What is something that is going well that I can acknowledge? Maybe you got a good night's sleep. Or maybe there's some beautiful scenery blooming outside your window. Maybe it's just even something like you got a new flavored toothpaste and it was just really jamming this morning when you brush your teeth. Just something small. It's a rose. And also what's a thorn? What's something that is just not going so well? That we can acknowledge. We could say, hey, you're welcome here too. Maybe this isn't really a Friday for you. Maybe you're gonna be working the weekend. Maybe it's really busy for you right now. Finding time is kind of difficult. Maybe it's feelings around our situation with our pandemic that continues and vaccines. Just, you know, it could be anything big or small, but just holding the space for the rose and the thorn. that They bloom together. And they're here with you in the space together today. And that's okay. And we can acknowledge these as we get started as a way of just seeing what smells nice, what is drawing us in, what is the rose that is creating our curiosity, uh, allowing it to bloom. And what are the thorns that we just need to be mindful of? We can see their shape, we can see their position on the branch. And we could say, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you and I'll take care of myself by not poking myself on the thorns. Once you feel settled, everything and everyone is seen and heard and has arrived here with you. When you're ready to move on, we can then bring our tea into our practice. We can begin by saying hello and good morning to our tea, whatever tea that we have decided that we would like to have today. Picking up the leaves, rolling them with fingers, just noticing their sounds and their textures, and allowing ourselves to the moment to just acknowledge maybe some growth, some change in our tea that might be happening 
as we're moving into the season. What did you reach for this morning? What sounded good to you? Why did this tea sound good to you? What was it about this particular one that seems like this is one that you want to spend some of your springtime with? Maybe it's something that smells like spring or looks like spring. Maybe it's something that reminds you of beautiful growth outside. The one that I chose has these very sweet little leaf buds, little tender young leaves. It's made up entirely of just that. So it's lovely to see these little buds growing outside on trees around me and also these little buds in my, in my tea. Bringing our tea to our nose, breathing in and out over the leaves, allowing our breath to connect with our tea. And in this state, we're getting a sense for what is there that's, that's just below the surface, that's still very quiet, that hasn't emerged yet. Consider, especially if this is a tea that you are familiar with, how different it is at this point. How quiet. How very subtle. It may have hardly any aroma at all. Consider that the texture of it and the sound of it is very different than the whole of what we think of it in our memory when we think of this tea. Whenever you're ready, we can place some tea in our bowl, how much we think we need today. And just notice what little arrangement that the leaves make in your bowl. What do they look like? If they're resting at the bottom of your bowl, they kind of spread out. Are they in a little leaf pile? Or maybe kind of almost stacked together like a little mini bonfire waiting to happen? Does it look like pine needles on the forest floor? Moss at the bottom of a lake? What does it look like in your bowl? And then we can get our hot water. Moving in our space however we need to go and get our hot water. And today, once we have our water for our tea, we're gonna do something a little bit different. So once you get your water, first just begin by adding, if you can, with your kettle, just like a couple drops. Really teeny tiny little dabble of water, a couple of drops over the leaves and bring the cup up to your nose and smell again. There's a slight shift from how the tea was when it was just completely dry 
and in your tray. And now just a couple drops of water. Maybe it reminds you of something. Maybe like the first drops of spring rain, how it smells, it fits the earth, and the baby grass and the trees around. See what you notice. perhaps the potency of that aroma too, even just a couple drops of water that is able to emerge. When getting our kettle, we're going to add just a little bit more water. Again, not the whole bowl, but maybe just enough to say cover the leaves. Give them just enough so that they can swim around a little bit. And then set the kettle down again. And you kind of roll the cup around, see how the leaves move in the water. Notice that they're, you know, probably still kind of dry, still stiff looking. They don't have their bend or their fluidity to them. But maybe we can see this soft little melting starting to happen. And smell again. Allowing the breath to be inside the cup with the tea, seeing what else emerges. How the smell transitions from this little spark that happens when the water first hits the tea and starts to kind of smolder a little bit. It's almost like this glow, this warm, cozy smell. Or whenever you're ready, it's not, not a huge rush, just nice and relaxed whenever it seems good for you. We can add the rest of our water that you need from your size mug or your tea bowl today. As you water, just notice the freedom and the movement that the leaves have in the water. Notice what happens to them when we get to the end of adding our water. Where do they go? Where do your leaves want to go today? Do they want to float? Maybe make some kind of cloud-like formation in the water. Are they swimming around and slowly expanding? See if you can observe the smallest movements happening with your leaves in the water. You might notice that the movements don't all happen at once. That some leaves start to sprout, start to expand sooner than others. 
they each do it in their own time, their own way, their own shape that they create as they do it. Lifting our cup to our nose again. Let's see what we smell. Just allowing our breath to be with the tea. Enjoying your own inhale and your own exhale. And as you breathe in the tea, perhaps there might be something for you. It seems like it's also starting to emerge. Something that feels a little bit different, like a waking up. Just observe that feeling. Where does, where does the feeling originate from? That could be different for all of us. Could feel like it originates from the heart center, somewhere in the belly. Maybe somewhere in the throat or behind the eyes. Whenever you feel ready, you're taking your first sip of your tea. And here too, observing where do you notice sensation and experience first? And as you swallow the tea and you exhale the breath, where do you notice the lingering? Where do you notice the, the echo of that tea? Before moving on to your second sip, just seeing if we can follow the journey of this first sip of tea. Where does it land? What is the effect that's around it? Like the first drops of water on the leaves that we did at the beginning. Noticing the difference of what that's like to witness that outside of ourselves and then now inside of ourselves. Here's this first little few drops of tea resting for you. And when you feel you're ready to move on, taking a second sip. Just a little bit more water, seeing what else emerges. You might notice sensation in a different location now, or maybe more fully somewhere this time. Maybe now it's the whole mouth can really experience this tea rather than just one small little area. 
maybe the whole throat is greeting the warm tea. Breathe, just move at your own pace, taking a sip of tea when you feel called. And then just resting after each sip. Like a very slow, almost kind of lazy spring rain kind of shower that's just a few drops here, there. You don't quite know if it's going to really start pouring or not, just a couple drops. But you smell it, you feel it around you. As we sip our tea, we can consider what are the conditions that allow us to witness this new growth? These new sensations and experiences with fatigue. Besides just heated water, there's the, there's the chemistry of it. There's also the, the chemistry of us that allows us to see that, to be slow enough to experience it and to hold it. What are the conditions that allow us to see this in this expanded sense of time where we can go slow, we can see it drop by drop. And looking down at our tea in our bowl, we might notice it looks quite a bit different now. What allows us to see such slowness? What do we need to allow ourselves to see our own slowness, our own germination, sprouting, just like the leaves that make this motion, make this transition one by one, all in their own time, what are the things inside us that are also it's all going one by one, their own time, their own pace? Many parts of ourselves are also waiting to, to sprout.
I'd like to start my share today with uh, a little bit of a longer chant. This is a Shantipat. Um, so it's a Sanskrit mantra that uh, is directed at peace. Shanti can be translated as peace. Uh, also has a secondary translation as confidence, which I find interesting. And uh, path is like uh, descent. So Shantipats are descents of peace. And this particular Shantipat is sometimes called the Prana Shantipat, which means it's the peace uh, chant, the descent of peace focused on Prana. Prana, uh, hard to translate, uh, life force, spirit, energy. This uh, chant is kind of like a, um, an invitation to all of the various energies and movements of prana to be in circulation, to have good flow. So I thought it would be an appropriate uh, germination mantra. Hari Sham no mitra sham varunaha Sham no bhutparyama Sham na indro brihaspatehi Sham no vishnu ruru krammaha Namo brahmane Namaste vayo Vameva pratyaksham brahmasi Vameva pratyaksham brahmavadishami Ritam vadishami Satyam vadishami Tanmam avatu Tat Vaktaram Avatu Avatu Mam Avatu Vaktaram Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. So this germination process starts with water filling the seed. Uh, I learned the word for this, it's imbibition, <laughs> which I assume I'm pronouncing incorrectly. Imbibition. So <clears throat> if we imagine this heart-mind as the seed and this process of water filling this space, and of course, 
Water is the element of nourishment. So I encourage you to just visualize the space of your heart mind drawing in nourishment. And to consider what is the water that this seed needs. What is your water? You might ask that question of the body. What is the water of this body? A, a human infant's body is apparently about 75% water. Amazing. And even as we move through adulthood, uh, the assumption is that the body usually has at least 50% of its content is water. The brain and the heart maintain a level of about 73% of their composition is water. Even the lung, the lungs are over 80% water. So this influx and filling of the seed with water activates enzymes that begin this growth process. And then, of course, the first movement out of the shell is down. We root down. The seed uh, is reaching down for water, right? Full of water and yet still. First, we find a reliable source of nourishment below the surface. We reach down for nourishment. And, you know, nobody can see this happening. This is not just internal, but it is um, a descent into that which is unseen. So what do we reach down for? Is that a reaching toward ancestry? The support of guides that have helped the evolution of this life? Is that where we go for nourishment? 
there's something about that uh, watery earth, right? Beneath the crust, this is like beneath the earth which has been baked hard by the sun. So it's not brittle down there at all. It's just really moist. fertile, nourishing space that we reach down for. What is that space? And what is amazing about making that connection is that it is, it will remain undisturbed by whatever happens on the surface, right? Which, who knows what's happening up here? Just all manner of unpredictable events. And we, you know, we visualize root systems as being very complex networks, channels, which of course they are, but initially there's just one there is one shoot reaching down. So I would say we can imagine that at first, very clear, straightforward movement down, like a, like a single hand reaching down. And it is once that root is established that we start to grow up a shoot emerges and begins to look for that upper crust looking for the sun So we could imagine that if a seed tried to begin by going up, right, like it might work, but it would be so dependent on the perfection of the weather that it finds. It's like so dependent upon ideal conditions right, that it would be very, it would lack resilience. So this rooted seed then goes up and, you know, hopes for the best, but you know, you've, you've seen it already this spring. It's like, it's warm, it's cold. There's a cherry tree in our uh, backyard. It had this gorgeous bloom for like 30 hours. And then it was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> this is not, it's not working for me anymore. <laughs> And then so when, when we find the sun, and that shoot finds the sun, it begins this process called photomorphogenesis. And this is not photosynthesis. It's a different process. Photomorphogenesis is a, a pattern of growth 
that is responding to the light spectrum. So we can think of photosynthesis as being like receiving nutrients through sunlight. But photomorphogenesis is using light to transform, expand, and create structure. Letting the, the light be the guide. And so I, of course, anytime I'm thinking about light, I think about Audre Lorde's opening to uh, her essay, Poetry is Not a Luxury. First two sentences I would like to share with you. The quality of light by which we scrutinize our lives has direct bearing upon the product which we live and upon the changes which we hope to bring about through those lives. It is within this light that we form those ideas by which we pursue our magic and make it realized. One more time. The quality of light by which we scrutinize our lives has direct bearing upon the product which we live and upon the changes which we hope to bring about through those lives. It is within this light that we form those ideas by which we pursue our magic and make it realized. Thank you for joining us uh, today. The, um, the science behind germination that I talked about, uh, what I shared is the extent of my knowledge about it. Uh, but you, <laughs> you, are, you are more than welcome to uh, unpack and explore more of the details of the, um, the biology uh, behind it. It seems very beautiful. Um, oh, the, I shared a chant. Um, if you wanted to look that one up, it would be P-R-A-N-A Shantipat, S-H-A-N-T-I-P-A-T. Uh, but if you have trouble finding it and you want uh, a copy of it, I can email you one. Just feel free to reach out at info at adamgrassi.com. 
My last name is spelled G-R-O-S-S-I. Over to you, Suze. You can find me at Soons, S-O-O-Z, at beingt.com. Adam and I are live in the studio uh, every Friday morning, 8 a.m. Central, for tea and contemplation. So if you'd like to practice with uh, a live group and have some community support along with your tea and your contemplating work, we're very happy to welcome you to this space. We'll see you soon.